Hashtag dad advice from Jim Peterson, my dad, who said, cheer as loud as you want for your own team. Don't ever boo the other team. Don't ever boo the other team. And to boo your own team? Unthinkable. And the world of James William Peterson. So, A, I would never do it. B, with the cost of those things? Are you kidding me? This is the Rod Peterson Show. Happy Thursday, everybody, and welcome to the RP Show. Welcome inside uh, Daytime Sports Talk, coming to you from South Florida and uh, the bunker in the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. Holy smokes, it's a brand new day. I feel 10 pounds lighter because I got my hair cut today, Moose, and there's a story behind that. Can we get the Moose on my screen? He is in what I'm told, the deep freeze, the great white north. How you doing, Darren? Good to see you. I'm I'm cold, but uh, happy birthday, Rod. Um, I know everybody uh, wants to wish you a happy birthday all across the continent and around the world. So happy birthday. I know uh, Florida is a great place to be celebrating it. I hope you get some Golden Corral mm. or, you know, have your Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> coffee this morning. But uh, happy birthday. Not a bad idea. I got uh, I got Starbucks going here today. I really okay. do miss the Caliber Coffee, which which you're rocking at home, and I'm uh, I'm very much envious of that. But yeah, it's uh, it's been a it's been a good day. The reason I had a weird look on my face when we came in is I'm got two headphones going here, and boom, it just like blew my head when I when I plugged these things in here today. <laughs> so bear with me. That's the biggest problem of my day today. And other than to say this. I've been down here long enough that I needed to get a haircut, obviously, Darren. I'm not like these heathens like yourself that go months on end without haircuts. So uh, I stopped in. Just There was a lady getting out of her car, a nice, well, Latino-looking lady. I would later go on to find that she was from Brazil. And she pulled me into her studio, and she got cutting my hair. You now see her on Instagram. Um, she said, uh, "Who did, did you trim this? Who did this? This is too high. And I said, I did that. And she goes, this is not my work. She says, you're mine now. And I'm like, okay. So you notice the quaff, right? And the style. It looks, you can looks go, good. Uh, I like it. How about that? Yeah, you, you can go find her on Instagram. She's got only 55,000 Instagram followers. And I can't remember the name of it already. I think it was hair extension. Mega hair extension. Go, go follow her. Awesome. Can't remember her name even. Mega hair extension. But she's like, you're mine now. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> works for me. And here we go. All right. Bob's your uncle. Can we, uh, I, we got Jason Greger coming up from TSN 1260 Edmonton. And now would be a good time to probably get into the poll question. This was producer Clark's idea. And I like it for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. What are the Edmonton orders biggest problem? Uh, the losers of six in a row. The options are secondary scoring, blue line play, goaltending or other and when i was tweeting it i thought can we say all of the above but clark was like no let's leave it other because there are other options it could be coaching but it's not coaching but anyways uh, the edmonton orders are home to columbus tonight we'll get to the bottom of the oil with jason gregor in hour one and then ryan leslie joins us from sportsnet flames to talk about uh, the covid capital that is Calgary, Alberta, at least as far as it pertains to their NHL team. So those are the guests. Can you please hit the quick six show horn, please, director? What I tell you, <laughs> it's loud. Might have to drop one of these things. Okay, number one, I was 
Urban Meyer's tumultuous NFL tenure ended after just 13 games and two wins when the Jacksonville Jaguars fired him first thing this morning because of an accumulation of missteps. Owner Shad Khan made the move hours after former Jaguars player Josh Lambeau told a Florida newspaper that Meyer kicked him during a practice in August. It was the latest black eye, adding to an already lengthy list of embarrassments for the three-time national championship winning college coach who failed miserably to make the transition to the NFL. Meyer joins former Falcons coach Bobby Petrino as college coaches whose NFL careers flamed out in stunningly swift fashion. Petrino resigned in December 07 to take over at Arkansas. They were 3-10 and 10 at the time with the Falcons. On that list, though, is Lou Holtz, I might add, in the 1970s. Same thing happened to the legendary Lou Holtz. But listen, this show is all about honesty, transparency. So let's be honest with you, I've been ensconced in the forest that is the Canadian Football League for much of the last 20 years, right? So that's the forest I've been in. And when I'm not in that, it was junior hockey and a little bit NHL. I wasn't really following Urban Meyer, what he was doing at Florida and OSU for the most part until the last couple of years, until I got out of the CFL vacuum. And since I've been down here, which has been now a significant amount of time, they just hate Urban Meyer. They can't stand Urban Meyer, maybe just in this state of Florida or maybe all of America. Like this morning, you were watching ESPN's Get Up. They were eviscerating Urban Meyer for personal decisions and some professional decisions made, Darren, just this year, just with the Jacksonville Jaguars, never mind what he did in the college ranks for 20-plus years. So I shot a text to one of my football guys. He's up in central Florida. I said, why do you all hate Urban Meyer? Can you tell me? Because I just, I, he seems likable to me. He's won three national championships. He's good friends with Tim Tebow. That's good enough for me. And he wrote me back and said, he's simply an old school coach. And these new young players can't handle an old school coach. And I'll take his word for it. I'm not going to out who that football guy was that told me that. But I think there's more to it. This is kind of a Chris Jones type thing in the Canadian Football League where so many CFL fans don't like Chris Jones either. It's not just not just because he wins and they're jealous. No, and in the case not. of Urban Meyer, it's not. yeah, for the case of Urban Meyer, for those that don't know, he was he didn't fly home with his team from a game in Ohio. He stayed at, in Columbus, went to his or a regular restaurant bar, got caught in a photo with a woman that wasn't his wife, patting her backside, probably a no-no right there, hired a strength coach in his first hire this year that was that had a checkered pass with players, signed Tim Tebow, his buddy, which upset a lot of people in Jacksonville. And to be honest, Darren, he, he's not the first coach that would bring his buddies along when he got a new job. But when it's your first NFL assignment, you might want to tone it down a little bit. But it, I think if I, if I knew Urban Meyer, I think I'd like him. Because you know what he did when he got his first NFL job? He did a cannonball into the deep end. He didn't just tiptoe in in the shallow end, right? And, but he didn't win. So with all that off-field stuff, if that had been cleaned up, do you think he's not fired today despite the fact the Jaguars are 2-11? and 11? Absolutely. Absolutely. He has his job if it wasn't for the off-field stuff. It was, uh, it was a spit show, you know, in Jacksonville. And it became too much of a distraction. It wasn't nothing to do with the team being bad. It had everything to do with, well, what was he doing? You know, what, was, what culture was he setting? And that's what traditionally winning programs do. They set really good culture, right? This wasn't a winning culture being developed in Jacksonville. I think you could stomach the bad season 
if you had some good culture being developed and some hope for the future, but there was no signs that this team was on the right path, that they were no. moving forward. I mean, when Urban Meyer was hired, remember, that's the division that my Titans are in, right? So I was a little bit worried. I'm like, oh, they're going to be good now. The Colts are always good. The Texans, if Deshaun Watson was actually on the team, I was in trouble. But the difference, the biggest difference for me with Urban Meyer in college versus the pros, kicking kickers and doing those things, is it's a four-year cycle. So if you have a bad year and the leadership of one of those groups doesn't like you, they're gone in four years or less. And you can get a whole new group of prospects in that are on your page. In the NFL, it's a lot different. You don't recruit anybody. And they're there for three, four, five, six, eight, ten years. So a uh, completely different ballgame, and he hasn't adjusted. Well, and that's to our viewers. And I have not called up the YouTube comments yet, and I will. And the 902 text line is open for business, too. But we can relate it to, well, to hockey if we want. We can relate it to CFL football, Canadian University football. Who's a guy that was really good at the one level, like really good, but then just couldn't translate it at the next level. Because most guys get to the next level that way. Not everybody. Not everybody does. But it's just Urban Meyer now goes on the board. Nick Saban, I'm sorry to say, is on that board of guys that have had tremendous college football success but could not translate it to the National Football League. And we spent enough time on this as it is for point one, other than to say <laughs> two things. One, he's got a five-year contract with Jacksonville, so they're trying to find a way I'm, it's what I'm hearing, to f say that they, they're firing him with cause so they can get out of paying him the last four years of his contract. We'll see how that plays out. And the other, we've heard it a lot, is treating pros like boys. You came from college where you were coaching boys, or let's say junior hockey, and then you go to the NHL or NFL and you want to treat the, these players the same way. You can't do that. So who are some of the guys that just couldn't translate it from one level to the next? I'd like to have that discussion. That would be a fun one today. Moving on to point two, yeah. Caleb Jones scored his first goal of the season, 121 into overtime, and the Chicago Blackhawks beat Alex Ovechkin and the Washington Capitals 5-4. Wednesday night, Ovi scored his 274th career power play goal in the second period, matching Dave and Richuk's NHL record, but Chicago responded with three goals in 34 seconds for the win. Uh, in Glendale, Arizona, Capo Caco had two goals, including the game winner with 2.18 to go, and the New York Rangers scored twice on the power play in the final six minutes to beat Arizona 3-2. The Coyotes have lost six in a row. And how about those Ducks? Quack, quack. Troy Terry got his 18th goal, and Derek Grant scored shorthanded as Anaheim beat Seattle 4-1. They've won four of their last five. Trevor Zegras and Sam Carrick also scored for the Pacific Division leading Ducks, <laughs> who spoiled the expansion Seattle's first appearance in Southern California with a one-sided win. So I think it was about a month ago that I said, do you think these Anaheim Ducks are for real or are they over their skis as a bunch of young kids? Because they're very young. And I think at that time you felt that they were, uh, that they were for real. And here we are a month later, and they're leading the Pacific Division. So I hope it continues because I had them finishing third in the Pacific, and they were ready to commit me. <laughs> I tell you, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot to be like I am, out on that limb, so far ahead of the pack that they think you're behind. It's a lot to live right. with, man. But you'd think I'm getting used to it. 11-11 well, where you yeah, are. Coming back. 
coming back to, yeah. uh, you know, um, lap the pack, right? Um, but that's, that's it. So it's, Anaheim's fun to watch. And you mentioned U.S. Thanksgiving being the key date, right? Well, they passed that. We've passed U.S. Thanksgiving. We're, we're rolling and, and the Ducks aren't going away. So there's still lots of time left. They still got to keep their foot on the gas. And then last night in Arizona, it was fun to see old Phil the Thrill, you know, mixing it up outside the crease a little bit, getting tough. They said he would, you know, he knows how to throw them. Well, that wasn't exactly your typical drop the gloves, heavyweight tilt, but he did win whatever you're going to call that. That's the one thing. Um, the LA Kings are here tonight in Sunrise, and I may go early and chat with some of the hockey guys there because I want to know at what point, although I don't need to, I can form my own opinions on this because the RP show is now officially based in an NHL market and it happens to be South Florida. I don't need their approval, but I can say this. At what point do the Arizona Coyotes become a problem in that? It's the place that careers go to die. Be honest. How many people even knew that Phil Kessel was still playing in Arizona until you saw it on the highlights last night? Come on. I know, and he's such it's, a good player. No, he is. Like, he's a good player. He's, he's one of the elite players in the NHL. Maybe not today. You know, there's a lot of players that have surpassed him, but he has been. He's had a great career. He's one of the great shooters. Um, but you're right. You go there and it's like, who? Like, could you tell me who's on their first line? Second line? No. Like, of course not. Of course, of course not. Like, it's tough. And that market needs to get a little bit of buzz going, but they just can't. And now the Suns are good. And, they're just, and, the, and the Cardinals are really good. They're lost in the market. Lost in the market. I've always been lost in the market, Darren. Don't get me going. Um, but as one NHL general manager told me, they're not doing anything different in the NHL that they're doing in major junior. It's just to scale. And I think that's the same in every facet of sports. So this is what I think. That owner in Arizona ha of the Coyotes has more money than God. As my mom would say, God bless her, more money than brain. Her phrase. And Commissioner Gary Bettman is like every other commissioner. You got enough money? Can you pay your bills? Do you have more money than God? We're good. <laughs> I actually believe that is a thing. I really do. In every league, as long as you got enough money, run your team however you want. And I'm going to move on. We can come back on that. Point three, World Juniors. I just want to say this. On December the 24th, Christmas Eve, we will be airing on Game Plus Television and YouTube Live, our annual World Juniors preview. Very Canadian-centered, although we will have reps from Team USA to talk about the tournament coming up in Red Deer and Edmonton. But you were part of the chat yesterday with Alan Miller, the general manager of Team Canada. His, his actual title is Director of Player Personnel. And I, and I just want to mention that, that you know, not every sports talk show gets to have a one-on-one -on -one with a guy like Al Miller with Team Canada. And I think people want to be tuning in for that on Christmas Eve here on Game Plus TV and the RP show. But Darren, in case you forgot, Al Miller said, this team has a little more fire in it, a little more scrappiness than last year's team at Edmonton, which I think is saying a lot because they didn't trail all tournament last year. Remember, we were saying this might be the greatest team Canada of all time. They were kicking yeah. the crap out of everybody. They never trailed. And then they get into the World Junior game or the gold medal game, and they lose 2 nothing, and they never trailed, and they panicked, and they lost. But how do you feel with that from Al Miller? We'll be watching. We always do. But 
extra as much so because Connor Bedard's on the team, but there's some more fire in this year's team. What that makes me feel that? good. That makes me feel really good because, I mean, for me, the best moments growing up watching Team Canada, you fell in love because they had fire. They had a little scrappiness. They had some high-end players, no doubt, always do, great goaltending, but they always had an energy line that you fell in love with or a bottom yeah. six that you just loved how scrappy they were. And I think of guys like Stevie, uh, was it Steve Downey or Jordan Tutu or... You know, guys like that who would run guys through the wall, who just, you know, had that maple leaf on the front, and they were your energy guys. And the team just followed those guys who just went. Um, Scotty Upshaw was another guy that did that, that kind of played that role for Team Canada, guys I remember growing up. So I hope there's a little bit of that. I hope there's a little bit of fire. We don't need to see big hits and running through guys through the wall. And the game has evolved. I get that. But it makes me feel good that they're a little bit scrappy. I like that. Ch chipping in uh, some comments from the viewers. Cameron Young watching on YouTube says it's called having more WHL players. Yeah, <laughs> it is. How about from that? Andrew on YouTube. Andrew on YouTube says Arizona's team isn't going anywhere. Austin Matthews signing with them after this current contract expires. I didn't say I didn't say they were going anywhere. Wiki wiki. I said the NHL owners don't care if they're a grease fire as long as they pay their bills and have enough money. That's what I said. Never said they were leaving. Please pay attention. Free Oleg watching in Winnipeg says, I'm writing a letter to Justin Trudeau to support my cause. I want the Americans to give Rod back. Uh, well, first of all, <laughs> Rod would have to want to come back. Uh, from Ryan in Saratoga, New York says, and then Canada got skunked by the U.S. and Spencer Knight in the gold medal game. Are we starting this, huh? Canada-U.S. now? It's a little early, but we can. When we come back, we will talk about the Thursday night NFL game. Steven Stamko says he wants to go to the Olympics. we got some CFL stuff to get to. 50% capacity of stadiums and arenas in Ontario. How about that? We're halfway through the quick six. We'll be right back. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV. YouTube Live and 24-Hour Sports Radio at Rod Peterson. Text 902 518 Pick up your phone and text RP. That's Rod Peterson. Text 902 518 